Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a happy, happy, happy hour week. Why? Oh, yeah, it is. Really bad fucking week for Donald Trump. And a really good week for us. Right? Oh, my God. And when you say really good week, I mean, yeah. think about the guests we've had this week. I imported a guest from nearly three houses away. You did. Yes. <laughs> Famous Time Magazine writer Joel Stein. Hilarious Joel Stein. Yep. Uh, has a new podcast. No one, hardly anyone has a podcast. So this is exciting. It's unique. He's like the 20th one just on my street. Yes. Okay. But... <laughs> And, and I, he's on our podcast, Happy Hour, to talk about his new podcast. Right. It's like a Russian nesting dolls of podcasts. It's very incestuous. Yeah. A lot of body yeah. fluids. But he's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm not saying that just because he's my neighbor. I mean, it does cause some dissension with Paula Poundstone, who asked if you have to live on my street to get your podcast mentioned. Yeah. So listen to her fucking podcast, too. I <laughs> it's mean, called Nobody Listens to Paula. Yeah, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. That's the name of it. Yep. All right. But listen, Joel Stein is hilarious, as is his new podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of, well, we call him our potty mouth John Dean. Michael Cohen joined us again. <laughs> Says who? Me. Oh. Yeah. And he dropped the S-bomb. So you'll get to hear yeah. him in this version. Yeah. And we, right after we talked to him, he said, can I swear on this show? And what did we say? No. No. No, you cannot. And what did he do? He dropped a fucking S-bomb. Yep. Right on this show. Why did I say S-bomb and fuck? You could say he said shit. Did he say was it shit? Bullshit. Shit. Bullshit. He said bullshit. Oh yeah. Well, that's because Donald Trump. It's a lot of bullshit. It was in a very aggressive bullshit. Yeah. Too. Yeah. He swore the first time he was on the show as well. And Our Travis, potty mouth John Dean. And Travis, you're cursing as as much as you did on uh, Bob Seska's podcast. Someone asked after the show, they're like, "Is uh, is Michael Cohen from New York?" I couldn't tell. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, Donald Trump. Yeah. Getting away with. Okay, I bet he talks about his new book, Revenge. Yeah. It's fantastic, as is this happy hour. Why am I still talking when you can listen to this happy hour? Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Ladies and gentlemen, from three or four houses down, famous journalist, mm-hmm. Time Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. Joel Stein's here. Hi, Joel. Oh, thank you for having me back on. Is it? It's lame that I asked to be on your show. I mean, you don't want a neighbor who asks to be on your show because <laughs> then if you say no, it's awkward. And, oh, it's awkward when I I'm run so into sorry. you. And yeah. yeah. No, I wanted to have. Well, you know, You're this is. This was intentional. You remember you wrote about the time you stumbled onto my podcast because the yes. power was out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course, how I met you. And you said yeah. you said that that's like the third podcast you were on just on this street <laughs> that week. And now you're here because you have your own podcast because you were oh. literally the only person on this street that, that doesn't, doesn't have, have a podcast. I, first of all, let me yeah. apologize for yeah. having a podcast to both the listeners and to you. How do you feel about the fact that you have devoted your life to this craft? You're an expert at this craft. Yes. And now everyone you're thinks they can guy. do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're some guy that lives up the street. The power went out. You mm-hmm. stumbled in here. We were right. recording a podcast with Jen Kirkman mm-hmm. and Billy West. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah. you stumbled on the I just wanted to know if the lights were out here. Yeah. Because they were out yeah. in our home. Yeah. And, and you would think if someone's continuing to do a podcast, yeah. it means the yeah. electricity's on, but it did not. No. You, you went no. anyway, which yes. is brave. Yeah. We were just on the iPhone outside, and then suddenly you were on a guest on the podcast. Yeah. And wow. we were like, oh, you're Joel Stein from. Time Magazine. Oh, you're you live up the street. Okay, so now. So that gave me the confidence I needed. Yes. To launch my very own podcast. Yes. Maybe I shouldn't and you have know taken what? That, that from that. The, what, the, what, the, what the world needs now is another podcast. Yes, another podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the last one. I'm literally the last person in America. To get but a you know, Joel Stein, I feel like also you stole this idea from me because we yes. always say that we regurgitate. You know, I eat the full news meal and then right. I regurgitate no. it like a, mom, a mama bird into your mouth so that you don't have to. Like I, we say, we okay. watch Fox News, so you don't right, have to. Right. So this is basically what you, you're doing. It's a similar thing, but it's a little different in that, like, we don't do any news. Okay. So we feel like people like your listeners right. are consuming a lot yes. of political news and news in general. Right. But uh, as an old person who used to write for and get magazines in the mail, yeah. there are all these kind of off the news. I think you're the only person on my street that still gets a paper. <laughs> I see it. We get two. I know, because you're committed to old-timey journalism. I'm just old-timey yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's so cute. I'm like, oh, only Joel Stein has a newspaper in his driveway. I'm dressed like Paul F. Tompkins right now. I've got a, fe- <laughs> I've got a fedora suit, a boutonniere. Yeah. I thought flower? I was the last person to give up the physical paper. But <laughs> anyway, so, but go ahead. This okay, is, so yeah. back when, I still get magazines, yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and they have these long, like people report for six months on some crazy story that has nothing to do with today's news. And people, and you know those stories, you used to go to a party and someone said, did you read this story in the New Yorker? And then you lied and said yes. Yes, of course I did. This is that. So we just find those stories, get the writer on. Yeah. I have a discussion with them to tell you the story yeah. so you don't have to read them. Yeah. You should read them because yeah. they're great stories, but yeah. they're long. You know me, I won't, unless I can do it while I'm walking. Yeah. I won't. 
But see, this way I can I can. That's what we're thinking. Right, I we're can listen to your podcast about the thing, and I don't have to. I've sit. just given up on people reading and writing yes. and having other yes. people Here, do the reporting. Here's how it is uh, described: uh, Every oh. week, Joel Stein picks a long magazine article that fascinates him, and then actually reads the whole thing I all do. by himself. I do. Then he calls his fellow but greatly superior journalist friend who wrote it, gets him to tell him all about it. He does the work. You get the stories. More accurately, some great journalist does the work. And Joel Stein puts his name, Joel Stein, on the podcast. That is it. It's called Story of the Week. It should, it should, it should be called Credit Hog. No? Oh, I didn't think of that. Uh. <laughs> Everything I do should be called Credit Hog. <laughs> We're calling it Story of the Week. And I, I think it may have the best theme song of any podcast. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. I'll I'll put that out there. Okay. It's okay. by Do you know Jonathan Colton? Yes. Oh okay. yeah. So, yes. So Jonathan Colton, okay. Joko did our theme song. It's very funny. If oh. you saw there's something, no, it was he in, there's something about Mary. No, that that was but no, that's Jonathan Richmond. That's but they're it. very similar. Yes. But people who right. write funny songs. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, at any rate, it sounds fantastic. It really does sound fantastic because we don't. Nobody has time. <laughs> Right. right. I know. We marinate. Like I was saying, right, Travis, what is it? There's an afternoon stack. There's a late stack. There's an early morning stack. There's another stack when yes. I get here. I don't have time. And meanwhile, to read people are still other... writing these like 20 page yes. magazine right. stories yeah. that they like research for six months and right. like risk their lives to do. Yeah. Right. And no one's reading them. So now the party conversation will be Did you read the article in New York? And you'll be like, No, but Joel Stein told me about it. Oh, no. I'm hoping we go back to the lie. Where you listen to my podcast and then you get to the party and you're the jerk who says, did you read this article even in the Atlantic or outside, even though you haven't read it? I just I love like being that guy. You are the, well, you're the smarty pants on the street. You went to Is that Stanford. true? He went to Stanford. No. And whatever. It's okay. just dregs like me, Moby, whatever. You're the <laughs> brains of this street. So you are the kid that we would all cheat off of, like. That's the, you're, you're the kid whose homework we would cheat. Well, everyone would be like, did you read that? I'd be like, no, but. I cheated off Joel's paper. I like this. Yeah. 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 I didn't think about that right. about the street. This street is particularly stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of really I, dumb, I figure, talented, I figure prominently people. in your last book. Yeah. Uh, I didn't refer to you as the, stupid in, in my defense last of book elitism. At all, though. What? I didn't refer to you as stupid in my well, last it's, book. Well, it's I. I feel like you made me look a little stupid, but that's okay. Oh. It's It's in in service of comedy, Joel Stein. Well, that's okay. Isn't Brian May uh, a professor? Not actually Brian. Man. I know, but he just looks like right Doug, neighbor Doug. Neighbor Doug. Isn't he a professor? Yeah, among did, other things. I yes. think he did like yes. go to Columbia. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe yeah. you're the second smartest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. 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 Well, almost this podcast anyone is not for him. Almost anyone smarter than the chick that tells <laughs> fart jokes in her basement. So, congratulations to you. Okay, so Joel, what I, do you read the regular news? Do you understand how ridiculous the candidates are in yes. this? Upcoming and, you know, I wrote that last... was Herschel Walker we played. Your thoughts on Herschel Walker? Well, you know, the Senator... last book, the one I mentioned you in, was called In Defense of Elitism. Yes. Why I'm better than you and you're better than someone who didn't buy this book. Right. So when I see people like Herschel Walker, and by the way, in some way I feel bad for Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker should not be in a position where he's no. running to be a U.S. senator. Right. He I, shouldn't be in a position where up... he can eat pudding without a rubber spoon. No, he should be playing football talking about people playing football right maybe selling reverse mortgage mortgages yes during people football who games. used to play football yeah. right yeah yeah but he shouldn't yeah and this no. idea that i think there's an idea in people's brains that an average person should be represented in the senate yeah not understanding that 
jobs have become much more complex now. Right. Right. A- and people have become less educated now. Right. So he's just not in a position to handle anything the Senate deals with. Yeah. Well, also... He doesn't know it, though. That's the part that upsets me. I just was saying last hour, and we've had this conversation, that it's almost like this election, this midterm in particular, it's about objective reality or not, about whether we're ever going to get to one set of facts again in this country and then have different opinions. But we were saying, what is the percentage, Travis, of election deniers that are running on the Republican side? Just like 60%, something crazy. Objective facts... That Joe Biden won this election. There was no election fraud, as evidenced by uh, 60 different courts and Donald Trump's own attorney general and blah, 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 and on and on. It's just. If you have no faith in the system and you have no faith in the courts and the FBI and the the entire, you believe the entire system is corrupt. Right. uh, Particularly against you because you didn't go to the same school that Doug went to and you feel left out of the system, you can start believing. Yeah. That, that nothing is true. Do, do you feel like we, I just, I don't, and then between Trump and COVID and I just, the fact that like we could get to one set of the vaccines work, masking works, Joe Biden won the election. Like there's just, are we ever going to get to anything that resembles one set of facts again? I, I don't know ever, but it's not, not anytime soon. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. It, and it, yeah, these candidates can be very, even candidates who I take JD Vance, like, J.D. Vance is not Herschel Walker. J.D. Vance is a, a smart person with a lot of world experience. Uh, but he is, he is chosen to pretend. He's a fraud. He's yeah, a fraud. All, right. Almost, yeah. I, I feel bad for Herschel Walker in some ways. Obviously, he's chosen to run for Senate. Yeah. He should be aware, at least at this point, that he's not qualified. Right. But J.D. Vance is just a fraud and a liar. And, and it, it's very upsetting. Yeah. And we haven't even gotten to the puppy torturer yet. Wait, who's, I don't even know. Dr. I guess Ross. I don't. I'm Dr. reading these Ross. long magazine stories, so I don't know about the puppy torturing. Wait, is uh, Michael Vick running for office? Well, yeah, he might as well be. Dr. Right. Oz is kind of like, you know, Michael, Taking his Michael place. Vick, oh. you know, Corella DeVille. I've and... met that man a couple times. Oh, have you? Yeah. How'd that go? He's charming. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, you would not dislike. He's very, very smart. You wouldn't yeah. think he's a puppy killer. Well, you, you would not. You don't get on TV for that long without having some kind of charm, I think. That's right. But he's also really smart. He was like one of the best. Heart surgeons? Is that what he did? Right, but this is what you world. have to pretend that you're a dummy. <laughs> you have to pretend that well, you he's think also Donald Trump no won the experience. election. And yeah. That you ha- right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he has to pretend he believes things he doesn't. And he right. has no experience in politics whatsoever. Uh, yeah, he's, he's really... Uh, someone yeah. who's been on TV that long and is that charming should not be this bad at running for office. Right. It's very confusing. Right. Yeah. I mean, Mitt Romney, you understand, like he was only in a room with... You know, right. Yale graduates who worked at Bain, and he had no experience right. other than the real world, and he's kind of a little robotic. But why is Dr. Oz so bad at this? Yeah. Well, and also, he's the same <laughs> in some way. Herschel Walker, remember, sold the, what did he sell? That mist that he said cured COVID? Yes. If you walk through it? Wait, yeah. Herschel Dr. Walker Dr. Oz did? has sold, I don't know how many yeah. quack cures. Right? Dr. Oz had to admit in front of Congress that his diet pills were bold. <laughs> right. <sighs> Like he had to, under oath, he had to admit it. Why are so many people that Oprah put on the air so noxious? <laughs> right? <laughs> Seriously. Including me. Uh, were you on Oprah a lot? Yes, I was on, I had two shows on Oxygen Network. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. But you weren't on the Oprah yeah. show. No, no. Yeah. She yeah. knew better. I was on her network. I was on the Oprah show once. Oh, really? But I didn't sell anything. What to was, anyone. Why were you there? 
Do you, uh, this is not that interesting. Do you remember that writer, James Fry? Who wrote yes. That book? yes. And then they had a bunch of actual journalists come on and excoriate him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just like, and they wound up using clips. So I, I, I was one of those people. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but the amount of people that she had on regularly who gave really dangerous advice to people yeah. is sort of high. Yeah. Well, there's Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. There's yes. two right there. Noted, yeah. Noted Dr. Bonology. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's what his degree was yes. in. Yes. Yeah, was uh-huh. Bull. Okay. All right. We're going to pause with Joel Stein because where's he got to go? He lives like three feet up there. So yeah. we'll. I'll go home, eat a little snack, and right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car, you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Michael Cohen. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you? <laughs> good. You have a good enough sense I like of how you guys are taking a little advantage of the says who. Yes. You know, interestingly <laughs> enough on the says who. I, I got a lot of ribbing for that. There are memes all about it. People who are using the you know various different says who's or uh, more, more, more uh, on TikTok uh-huh. and things like that. Here's the interesting thing about that says who. That was with Brianna Keeler on right. CNN. I was right. Yes. And I never got the credit for it. I said uh, this so to I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to play a little Donald for a second. I never got the credit. <laughs> Quite frankly, I was right. And how do you text somebody when they're right? That's right. Right. In this specific case, yes. I knew what I was talking about because the polls I... are never right. The polls, yeah. the, the system that they use are just flawed. And instead, they should be using more social media to a more expansive group where all you need to do is just to click. Yeah. Uh, instead of having somebody call your house and look, yeah. I get these phone calls well, all the time and I just hang up on them. I, but yes, says who I was right. I said that to you last time you were on. You were right. And I, I did have to ask. I don't know if you'll answer, but that, you know, the polling data that Paul Manafort shared with Russia in those swing states where Trump eked out a victory. Did you know something about that? Was there something behind more behind that says who than, than we knew at the time? So I had seen the poll that they were going to be referencing, though they never referenced it by name. And the poll was of 800 people or 1,000 people, which is a huge poll in the old way method of doing it, right. picking up the phone. So I know that Stephanie Miller, for example, is a Democrat. And that she's been voting for 30 years and has never voted for a Republican in her entire life, regardless of who it was. Actually, I voted I for Ronald Reagan. I call you, <laughs> well, I know that if I call you, I know what the answer is going to be before I even speak to you. Right. And if I'm successful in getting you, the poll 
that they it was something like 800 people were, you know, um, staunch Democrats and 100 were Republican and 100 were independent. So I knew where the poll was going to go. And so why I had said says who I was hoping to draw out for her the name of the poll so that I could then use the statistics that I knew on that poll. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so the new book, obviously, Revenge, How Donald Trump Weaponized the U.S. Department of Justice Against His Critics. Uh, you, you were just saying, not because it's just because it's your book, but it should be really like a, a cautionary tale that everyone reads. Tell us why. Revenge is the dissection of the most corrupt investigation into a United States citizen in American history. Right. It's just it's what it was. And what it does is it demonstrates. And I use my case as the example. What happens when you have an autocratic, fascist minded president to weaponize the Department of Justice to silence a critic all in of becoming an autocrat, becoming a monarch, the supreme leader? He wants to be just like Vladimir Putin. He wants to be exactly like Kim Jong-un. He wants us as the American citizen to worship every single move that he makes. If he decides that he wants to roll out a couple of missiles going down Pennsylvania Avenue and it could be in the middle of the winter, minus three degrees outside, he wants you in a MAGA T-shirt with a MAGA hat screaming, clapping, yelling for him as he drives by in a heated car. That's what he wants because a narcissistic sociopath to the nth degree. And he doesn't care about anyone. It's all about his own personal gratification and his need for adulation. And if he can't get the adulation on his own, he wants to force you to do it. So what what my story does is it shows you Michael Cohen may have been the first. I was a test pilot for them. They now know where they failed. And the fact that they know where they failed, like a football coach, if you have a play that doesn't work, you go back to the drawing board and you figure out how to make it a successful play. Yeah. Well, this is the problem that we all need to be worried about. And that's why I say revenge is the most important roadmap into understanding what they're doing. Yeah, well, to destroy, I mean, as someone said, I'm thoroughly enjoying revenge, even though it's scaring the crap out of me. And you said it's why I continue to say it's the, it's the Trump playbook on how to destroy democracy. Um, it, read it, understand it, combat it. I, everybody keeps saying it, Michael, but I've said it over and over. This is, democracy is on the line in three weeks in these midterms. And that, I mean, we were just talking about the Durham investigation. Talk about, you know, this is something else, Bill Barr prosecuting enemies. You were one on that list. The fact that all of these Durham investigation things have blown up is not a surprise because it's them trying to, you know, fabricate stuff against Trump's enemies, right? And and, and, it, and Stephanie, it, they didn't do it to me once. They did it to me twice. Yeah. They did it to me twice. You know, interestingly enough, Darren Williams, who's the new head of the Southern District of New York, they just on Monday announced that they could set up some committee on conviction um, review. Uh, I, I really should remember the exact yeah. name, but there's a specific name that's like a conviction review at the SDNY where you could now petition to have this committee look at what was done to you. 
determination whether or not the actions that the Southern District of New York or any other federal court in New York, that they acted properly. In my specific case, I'm going to send Darren Williams my book along with a cover letter. And, I'm, and I'll, I'll share it with you, too, the letter, as soon as I'll put it up on social media, as soon as it, I get it out by the end of today or tomorrow. Yeah. I never committed tax evasion. I never lied to a bank about a HELOC, right? Worse than that, on top of everything, I never paid Karen McDougal. These are all charges. That, was I responsible for Stormy Daniels? And I acknowledge it in the book. I acknowledged it yeah. in Disloyal, my first book. Yes, I did. I absolutely did, but I did it at the direction of yeah. and for the benefit of Donald J. Trump. I noticed, Why was he not prosecuted? Yeah, right, exactly. Only I, I? Yeah, exactly. I noticed you're wearing a very subtle Donald Trump behind bars t-shirt. <laughs> part you? of my mea culpa merchandise now. You can actually find it on Midas Touch. They opened up a merch store for me. The Micellus Brothers are great. Yes, you know, they but are. One of the things, it's fantastic because, you know, it's what it's what we need as a country. Yeah. This man is a menace to democracy. Yeah. Yeah. He is he is truly what our founding fathers of this country feared the most that there would be a president that would ignore the three branches of government, the co-equal branches of government and decide that he wants to use the power of the presidency for his own benefit. And that's what look, did we not just see how much the Trump organization charged the Secret Service <laughs> in order to stay at like Mar-a-Lardo or any of the other <laughs> dumb properties that they have? The answer is yes, we now know. And why did they do it? Because he doesn't give a shit. Oh, it's all wow. about himself. Okay. Remember we it's, talked about it's, no. it's, swearing. Oh, I apologize. That's okay. Uh, it's, it, we it's we got an eight-second delay. Thank God for seven seconds. I, I apologize. It's, okay. I culpa? So angry. Are you saying Mayakopa? I apologize. I, I get this. Yes. It's, it's, it angers me so much yeah. because I, I don't blame we you. all know that. We all know, Stephanie, that he takes advantage of every single situation that yeah. he can. So why should this be any different? In fact, one of the things that I shared with both the attorney general, district attorney, seven different congressional committees is that the Secret Service had an office in Trump Tower during the um, during the uh, what do you call it the 2015 2016 yeah. campaign that they were paying for and he was charging them the yeah. highest amount per square foot ever attained in the in the and, and they're the apparently building. still lying to protect him <laughs> as it regards and, January 6th. and deleting emails and all other stuff so how are we yeah. supposed to have any faith in our justice department on top of that when you see someone like Merrick Garland slow walking everything. Every single person in America, regardless of whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, we all know that Donald Trump is a con man. Yeah. We all know, even his biggest supporters, that he's a phony, yeah. he's a fake, he's a liar, he's yeah. a thief. You brought all cheat. the re you brought all the receipts, insurance fraud, bank fraud, wire fraud, tax fraud. I mean, you know, do you what's on your shirt? I believe in my soul we are going to get there. I believe he is going to be indicted. I, I believe he's going to be convicted. What is, what is your take on all of this? Is justice, karma, whatever you want to call it, finally coming? Karma Trump? boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it coming for Trump? Okay. So I do believe that indictments will be coming. I believe that indictments will be coming, thank God, to Tish James, our attorney general. Mm -hmm. And I hope. If she doesn't end up staying as attorney general, you know what they always say AG stands for? What? 
governor. I would love to see Tish James. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get it? Yeah. AG, aspiring governor. Oh, there you go. Okay. Sorry, you cut out there. there aspiring go. governor. Right. Got it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, that one's going over your head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just, you cut out. Wait, before the... <laughs> wait it's coming back. <laughs> I got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I would hope that she would consider becoming governor down the road. And I would support yeah. her with everything that I have. And yeah. I would get people to support her because what she did, nobody else wanted to do. Alvin Bragg certainly didn't want to do it. Okay, we at the end of this month, we have the DA's case against the Trump organization. I want to remind you, started by our previous district attorney, Cyrus Vance. Yeah. So at least Alvin Bragg didn't muck that one up and then get rid of, you know, get rid of that case. Yeah. I also believe that that will cause some significant legal challenges to Trump uh, personally, not just the Trump organization. Yeah. But what Tish James did by being first one out there, she now has all of the documents, all of the proof. She has forwarded the case to the Southern District of New York for tax evasion, yeah. as well as to the IRS. Um, so I do believe indictments will be coming. I believe that they will come before the end of the year. What bothers me, again, is this whole slow walk by our Justice Department. Oh, we can't do it now. It's only three weeks before the midterm elections. Ask me if I care. Yeah, yeah. I by the way, we want to thank you for I saying... Don't. Muck. I don't care if we indict him on the day of the midterm elections. Yeah, yeah. he's if not running. Guilty, he's not on the guilty. ballot. Yeah, exactly. By the way, thank you for saying muck this up. We appreciate yeah. <laughs> that. Um, but, you know, I just have to say, Stephanie Winston Wolkoff tweeted, Donald wasn't giving his shares of Truth Social to Melania, but wanted others to fork over theirs to get Melania in on the grift. You just said, why would we or should we expect anything else? A family grifts together, ultimately throws each other under the bus. I, Michael, isn't the isn't the, the danger? We're just numb to the amount of crime that he continues to commit and get away with thus far. So I have a name for it, and it's called Trump fatigue. We are all just tired. We're tired of every time that you turn the television on. First thing in the morning, I get up at four o'clock, four thirty in the morning. Yeah. Um, I turn on the television. I'm watching, and then what do I see? Another action by donald or his group that is illegal unethical um anybody else if any of your listeners if you stephanie if anybody other than donald was involved in this you would be behind bars already and god knows how long the sentence would be especially if you had my judge judge william h paulie the third if you had him you could be in there for life yeah yeah. Uh, Revenge, by the book, How Donald Trump Weaponized the U.S. Department of Justice Against His Critics. Who's, who says to buy it? Me. Says who? Me. Yeah. Buy it. The book is called <laughs> Revenge. The, the, man, <laughs> the man is Michael Cohen. Only one S-bomb. You only dropped one S-bomb. That and that's, I think that's a record for you. On this, you know what? And I do show. actually apologize no, for it. Don't worry about it. It's so angering because I, know. I am trying so hard to use my platform, which has really become quite large my mea culpa podcast yeah. we're now over 55 million downloads since starting yeah. I'm doing a and that's mostly apologizing event. for swearing on other people's podcasts but yeah, yeah. well yeah <laughs> Thank uh, you. Well, i know i'm uh, mind is e for explicit but you know we're doing a mea culpa live event november 1 wow. at the el rey theater in los angeles and i have kathy griffin coming wow. harry Lippman, yeah. jason van tattenhoff from the oath keepers yeah. uh some you know special surprise guests will show up 
you know, as well. Fantastic. It's going to be a real fun night, including questions and answers. Fantastic. Um, we can't it's wait. Gonna be, it'll be great. Yeah, you can get your tickets over at the uh, El Rey Theater. Yeah, something we're, like that. we've linked to everything mm-hmm. from Michael uh, and you oh, are. And you're, you're, one, you're so one. You're, you're one. It's going to be a great night yeah. with a lot of information passed around. And that's the problem that we're all suffering from. Misinformation, disinformation, yes. malinformation. Yeah, you, I cannot stomach. And I, you know, I, know. I like to watch all the channels, yeah. Fox, CNN, MSNBC. But yep. as I start to watch Fox and I'm watching what they're doing, I am absolutely enraged because I it's know. not even America. I know. I love you, you little potty mouth. You're our <laughs> new best friend. You yes. come back anytime. <laughs> the book is revenge. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Michael. Good to see you, Steph. You too. Thank you so, so much. Bye. There he goes. Ah, oh, that filthy sailor. Love him so much. Okay.